Welcome to the Nasty Things Podcast. I'm your host, Extreme Joaquin, and I'm getting nasty with Triple Six Unknown. Good brother. Not much, man. This is some, uh, this is, uh, some pretty crazy stuff you got going on. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Um, so. First off, hella nervous, but very excited. Um, really dope, man. Super proud of you. Yeah, you know what? I'm no. I'm happy to have you on. And uh, yeah, so what can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and some of the things you're into? And yeah. Um, well, I usually just go by Reese. Um, pretty normal guy. I mean, I like snowboarding, love my music. Um, carpenter, I I love just being healthy and trying to find like the roots of what is life. And that's kind of my main goal. So yeah, so get on the, on that DMT trips. All right. That's, yeah. what, that's what we're talking about. Right? It's actually crazy, though. Like I used to be all about the psychedelic stuff. But I've learned from lots of people that it's unearned, unearned wisdom. It's uh, you gotta have actual life experience to get that real wisdom. So, exactly. Kind of so, best of both worlds, in other words, right? So, yeah. A little bit of the psychedelics and a little bit of the real knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's a great that's a great that's a great thing, my man. But uh, with that being said, before we bore the fucking audience about, or or sorry, get them baked before they without even hitting anything, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, we do have some things we're gonna talk about today. Yes, sir. And do you know what some of those things we're going to talk about? Yeah, I do. I mean, lots of... Uh, Start with the first one. Let's yeah, not name yeah. everything. Okay, yeah. Well, we got the Gardens of the Galaxy and uh, our thoughts on what's going to happen there. I mean, some pretty crazy shit. I mean, I yeah, don't know. There's, uh, yeah, go on. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's wild, man. Um, the exciting thing about the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 if you can believe it, is even the history before it. If you can believe it, James Gunn was almost removed from the pro project, which was the director and writer of the first two, Volume 1, Volume 2. He also did some outside ventures like The Suicide Squad, uh, Anybody That Loves, Scooby-Doo back in the day. He actually did Scooby-Doo. Oh, sure. I had no know idea. That. Yeah, I never knew that. So is he? So he's the guy doing the new Guardians of the Galaxy then. Yep. So the story behind that is he actually got into some controversial issues um, on Twitter. He previously, for whatever reason, in this current day and age, is you can't even your previous jokes from Twitter or things you may have said like 10, 15 years ago, um, they come back and haunt you for some odd reason. They tried to completely cancel them, and yeah. then while they canceled them. Like for the meantime, he went over to DC, made the Suicide Squad, which if anyone hasn't seen, it's actually pretty. It's a pretty fucking fun movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I don't know. I wish I wish DC had uh, done a lot better. I guess I don't know. I just never really got into well, DC a whole lot personally. Which is funny that you you say that. Is that he James Gunn, which has been the creator of the Guardians Volume One, Volume Two, now Volume Three is he has officially become the Kevin Feige of the DCU. So essentially, he has full creative control and he'll 
DCU will have a full-on um, actual path where they're going. Rather than, all right, let's do this, this, and this, and then yeah. fucking, like, Snyderite style, just throw a bunch of shit together and hope it works. Yeah, that's good. Like, I, I hope I hope to see more DC stuff that's really good, and I hope that Guardians is really good because there is so much to go off of in terms of all the comic books and just all of the stories that are already in place. They, they can follow that stuff. Like, what I hope to see is more... Uh, what's the word? It's just like more impact or more. Uh, what is yeah, it like? Yeah, I get what you mean. Something, something heartfelt. Something more. Something that gets you in the feels, but gets you going as far as storytelling goes, right? Yeah, where there's an actual consequence, and that's what I like. Which, based on the trailer, from what we saw, it looks like there's going to be a lot of consequences in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And on a positive. No, because you say consequences and things that can factor in the future are clearly important to you. Is from what I've seen in the trailer, one of the guardians is going to bite the dust. Yeah, yeah, I could tell by. Uh, I forget every Star Star Lord's reaction. Yeah, I was going to say Star Lord. I was like, oh, if I fuck this up, man, I'm gonna don't be, worry, settle <laughs> down, my man, blast. settle down, six. Um, All is good in the hood. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, I. Looks like he's having a little freak out about something, so. Which, from what I think is going to happen, and this is probably going to hurt a lot of the fans, including myself, is I think it's, these are the two guests that I think are going to die. Somebody's clearly going to die in the movie because it is The Last Guardians, and James Gunn is leaving. He's going over to the DCU, creating his own little universe over there. Yeah. And clearly, what's I'm going to call it, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those movies that something hits home and it and it hurts. The first two trailers have already made me cry, so that tells yeah. you a lot of things. Is I think my prediction is Rocket is gonna bite the dust. Really? And as we know, we all love Rocket. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know, man. But it does I don't know, you see him you see him get with his otter girl, which is uh He's getting some otter pussy. Yeah, he's getting some otter pussy, which is pretty sick. Uh yeah. But that could be one of the reasons why he's going, right? I, I think it's actually, from what I've seen, is the Otter Girl is probably right when there was a creation. But I just think that, I mean, just the way he talks in the trailer, like, one more ride and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think he's and also Drax. Those are the two that come to mind mm. as far as... Yeah. is So, it, I haven't really kept up a whole lot with Marvel, but is, uh, is Gamora dead then or is she another version of her alive still i kind of forget all right so just quickly just to run back endgame so in endgame gamora dies or sorry infinity war gamora dies yeah she gets sacrificed by thanos yeah and then remember how thanos in endgame came from another like he came yeah. in through that portal etc is Gamora also came with him, but from another yeah, timeline. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So that Gamora is alive in the current 616 universe of the MCU. Yeah. So that's the Gamora. That's why in the trailer it kind of shows that Star-Lord and her aren't really a thing, but they yeah, could possibly because, be like, a thing. He sees her and she has no idea who he is. So he would have to somehow. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going to be. The, and that's what hmm. the more interesting side of the thing is going to be i guess is that will they will the romance be brought back will it not 
But my big concern is I hope they don't fucking kill Rocket. That's my fucking thing. I hope I hope he doesn't get killed because that one's gonna yeah, yeah. that one's gonna hurt. I don't know. Now that you're saying that, like I, I <laughs> have a bad feeling now. So yeah. that definitely would suck. He's super super cool character. So it's funny you talk about how you haven't kept up recently. So would this be something that sort of brings you back in? You know, Rocket bites the dust. You're watching the movie. It makes you shed some tears. Yeah. Um, I definitely I should watch the other movies leading up to it just so just so I'm caught up. I just find that a lot of the Marvel movies now are just very very Hallmark feeling. <laughs> you know? Oh man. As much as I hate to say it, the mark with the mouth would love hearing this shit. By the way, fuck you, Mark with the mouth. But <laughs> I just that's just how I feel. It's just it's so it's so I hate to say because I love Marvel and I've always loved it, but I just, it feels so fucking corny now. Well, how about Spider-Man No Way Home, though? Yeah, Spider-Man's always good, though. (laughs) But you're also on that spider dick, so it's not really fair. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, yeah, it's just like, it's your own preference, so. Just taking that webbing all over your face, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I wish. (laughs) <laughs> of course he would which which out of the three though toby andrew or uh or tom tom oh not a bad choice as long as it's not toby fuck toby <laughs> really do you not you have like uh so the previous episode i talked to hot takes alvarez regarding that and if you go and rewatch those movies it's fucking nostalgia man yeah like if you try to sit through the first two movies and outside of the great action sequences, you, the whole time you're like, "What the fuck, man? When the fuck? Why the fuck did I like this? It's pretty yeah. cheesy." We were pretty young when it, when it, or at least I was like a little kid when it came out, right? Uh, I thought you were in somebody's nutsack, to be honest. But <laughs> it is pretty what it pretty is. close. <laughs> what was it like? The first one came out when what Actually, year? I think it was around two thousand and one. That's if what I'm I was right. gonna say, like two thousand one, two thousand two. So when was it? So back in 2002. I was just going to say 2002. Shit. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I yeah, mean, it was like, how old were you? I was four. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're on Toby's nuts, man. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think they're all great. I think they're all great in their own way. Uh, just try to rewatch them. But uh, that Dude, is good. number three. Bully McGuire. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> the if, best. If, if, you, if, if you love memes, by all means, man, I can... I mean, as we speak, the mark with the mouth when he listens to this is probably going to be pulling out some Spidey moves from Spidey 3. I'm just waiting for the rainbow Spider-Man to come out. (laughs) Rainbow Spidey. Probably had a shit ton of acid. (laughs) But uh, with that being said, uh, moving on from that, because clearly the MCU has lost a little bit of a touch as far as what it used to be for you. Yeah, I think think it's because when when you look back at the first Iron Man and just the first ones, it's kind of, it starts off on such a smaller scale, you know, they're, they're doing their own, figuring out their own self and like the character they are. And then it becomes so much bigger. And I think because of Endgame, I think it should have knocked everything back down to kind of starting levels and kind of bring it back up right now. They're just kind of trying to ride that high. Um, yeah, I can see what you mean. I think to a degree there there are they are doing quite a positive quite a bit of positive things I would say like uh 
For example, if you do think about it, because you don't like major scale things as far, because Endgame was a big scale, is if you think about it, Spider-Man No Way Home was really the only major scale thing. Doctor Strange was actually pretty disappointing. I don't know if you've yeah, seen it. Yeah, it was... Oh, God. <laughs> because yeah. because it's a multiverse movie, and realistically, we only got a couple of multiverse characters like Reed Richards and Charles Xavier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I guess Peggy Carter as Captain America. Yeah. But, yeah, I, c- I could see what you mean in that regard. Yeah. No, I know. I see what you mean. But uh, I-, I think that... um. To a degree, the MCU sort of is restarting in its sense, and eventually it's going to build up to clearly Secret Wars, which I'm super excited yeah, for. Yeah, that would be that would be super cool. Um, I was kind of hoping. I mean, that is kind of a part of like the whole New Avengers stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of change happening, and um, I'm excited for Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, that's true. He was in the Ant-Man trailer, right? And and then the uh, the show. Loki. Yeah, Loki. But Loki, he was... I believe he went He went by... Uh, he went by... Uh, what's him call it? I think he just went by Kang or something. Not even Kang, actually. He went by something completely different. The the one who is known, I forgot, I forgot exactly what it is. But... Um, but but I believe that he was. Uh, but either way, he wasn't quite Kang the Conqueror, but he was like a variant of yeah. Kang the Conqueror. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's not quite Kang the the, the Conqueror. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super. That'll be that'd be super cool to actually see him in action because that's what I thought was gonna happen because they did all the time travel and I mean he's kind of the which, the biggest guy of yeah which, time travel which, which which is the big thing about him is that he's he's actually related to Reed Richards but like a great 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 grandfather like thousands of years before that yeah and essentially he's just a regular man that just has all the future text yeah and he's seen every single outcome so you can imagine what eventually when he gets to secret wars the capabilities that he'll be able to have yeah against a lot of the lead avengers right because he knows how to kill them yeah and he's killed them before and he's died before so yes yeah. that makes for something interesting hmm. but today we actually aren't talking about ant-man even though if anyone hasn't seen it it came out on friday check it out I'm oh excited. Did it. i didn't even know that shit well there you go man now Ooh, you know another movie you go watch <laughs> exactly <laughs> but Heading over to the more positive, semi-positive, right? Because I think the Guardians trailer, for the most part, was pretty positive. Yeah, I think it's definitely positive. I think it, there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to come out. So, I mean, we got Groot. He's like a young adult again. Yeah, he looks like Juice Boy. Re- I know, too. he's all fucking juiced up, and he's been working out and shit. So, so there's exciting. But uh, not to bore the audience, is we do have something else we wanted to talk about. And uh, this time, I'll break it, is the Flash trailer. Yeah. Now, to me, it's funny. Earlier, we talked about the DCU and wanting it to actually go somewhere. Yeah. This movie was actually in production before the DCU became a real thing. So, essentially, this was in production. And funny, I got a little tidbit that I want to mention, and I'm going to throw this man's name under the bus again, is... 
any person that does sales or anything, if this is what this person believed is, okay, they're starting the DCU, so that means that the Flash, the Flash movie is just going to, even though it's been produced, it's been productive, it's ready to be released, we're just going to cancel it completely and lose all the money. Oh, it, yeah, because like, that guy had, had like a bunch of stuff happen. Like he, He's can't canceled quotations right semi but ezra miller, ezra miller has been a cult leader uh he's a cult like leader what he's the fuck? like he's fucking done everything that you can think of so anyway just to give a big blasphemy to the mark with the mouth is the mark with the mouth believe they're just gonna cancel the movie completely you no can't more. fucking do that even if you're starting no, a you new can't. no because you lose money yeah and canceling isn't really actually a thing yeah so you can't actually cancel anyone. So Sorry, I'm just trying to get cozy again. <laughs> Don't worry, bro. It's all <laughs> there, good. I'm I'm good now. Exactly. So, but on anyway, onto the actual trailer. Is I was fucking surprised. It looked yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it reminds me a lot of Flashpoint. That's basically what it is. Except of course you remove Superman, you add in Supergirl. And of yeah. course, the return of my boy Michael Keaton as Batman is fucking. That's awesome. fucking hilarious. I think that's just. I think it's funny. Funny. I, I think, think it's, it's funny, funny, but it's cool as shit. Like it's super cool. I'm confused with the uh, the Supergirl um, one. I mean, it is a character. I yeah. just like I. I don't know. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. You, you explain it to me, so I <laughs> okay. just like. No worries, brother. So, there's a couple of things with it. So, Supergirl. So, what I think they're going to do is essentially it's going to be semi a Flashpoint story, but not quite a Flashpoint story, if you get what I mean. Yeah. So, essentially, rather than, you know how Superman in the Flashpoint story was captured and he was like this scrawny, never seen the sun? Basically, the size of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to be real. <laughs> but, so, essentially, they're switching that out with Supergirl. And she will be what he was in Flashpoint, is what I think. Right. But the things that I'm clearly mostly excited about is seeing the different Batman. So, Michael Keaton, of course, that was fucking awesome. Just seeing him bat in the suit, he said, yeah. Is that actually, like, that's, is that actually him? Like, he's... Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. No, yeah, they brought him back, man. And then, so is there going to be two Batman, like, fighting together? Um, we don't know that yet, but we did see Ben Affleck, Batman, in the trailer, yeah, too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was just, uh, he was, uh, Bruce Wayne, like, he was just talking, Yeah, right? and I think it also popped, it also showed him in the motorcycle. There's actually a rumor, which could be true, could not be true, that Christian Bale also pops up. Huh. That'd be interesting. That'd be awesome. Which would be pretty gangster if you have all the I feel other. like this is a hot take. You can, like... Yeah, like put by all slot me later for it. I feel like they're just trying to do like the whole Spider Man like universe. So funny you say that. If you can believe it, is this movie was actually supposed to happen before Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, okay. It was oh sorry, it was actually supposed to come out around the same time. And then Kevin Feige being a competitor like he always is. Yeah. Semi heard something along those lines. Because originally the Spider-Man three movie was gonna be about um, 
he wasn't even going to be featuring any multiverse characters and not featuring any Spider-Man whatsoever. It was actually going to be with, um, I can't believe I forgot this villain's name, but he's a, he's a central villain for Spider-Man. He's a guy that hunts Spider-Man in the comics. Oh, yeah. Um, like uh, something. I completely I his forgot right his name. It's a, like from the cross of my hairs. It's like my nutsack is going everywhere because I can't. I know I can't it's pissing me off. Like I was watching. I watched so many, so oh, many cartoons. I got it. I got it. So Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Okay. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Fuck. So Craven the Hunter was initially that was the rumor. It was going to be Craven hunting down Spider-Man because, as you know, they found out that he's he's Peter Parker by the end of uh, Far From Home. Right. So that was the original plan. But they heard about this multiverse thing going on with the Flash movie. So Kevin Feige basically whipped out his dick and said, this is what we're going to fucking do. And that's what they did. That's wild. Damn. I mean, it worked out great. But exactly. So a viewer looking out, right, like yourself, uh, Six, is that clearly you as a as a viewer look that doesn't clearly look up the web like I fucking do, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> is you can clearly, outside looking in, you were like, yeah, they're copying Spider-Man, but cl- but it was actually an idea that came before the Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's also, uh, I mean, Flashpoint has always been a thing, anyways. So all both universes have done the multiverse idea with comics and cartoons. So yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. yeah, it'll be. I always, I always like. I just love sci-fi things. So. Okay. And superhero stuff. So Flash was always my favorite DC character. Unfortunately, Ezra Miller's playing him though. I, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I haven't watched a lot of the. I haven't even watched. Uh, I think I watched the first Justice League. I know that there's a, the the Snyder. Yeah. That uh, came out. I don't know which one you. So prefer. on so on this podcast, we actually tend to shit on the Snyderites. Yeah. So yeah, fuck Snyder. And uh, the Justice League that you saw, I really feel bad for you. And as far as DC, to a degree, I can kind of see why you've avoided a lot of it. Yeah. Of course, outside of the Batman, which we actually have quite a funny story regarding the Batman. So I actually went and saw the Batman with Six. And again, first time watching it is we get to probably one of the best parts of the movie. So it's the chase scene. Yeah. And fucking out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. So out of nowhere, and, and Six over here can confirm it, is we just hear like, we just see fucking sirens coming out. And then the screen completely goes black, but we can hear all the fucking audio because yeah. they don't stop running the movie. And uh, and then everyone starts booing, etc. Somebody happened to the a- fire alarm was going off. Remember? It, yeah. It was like flashing, flashing, and like, yeah, the the it went black. You could hear the audio, and then it stopped. And they're like, oh, we're gonna replay the, you know, go back and we're gonna play it. They go back to the ch- the car chase scene, but it was just black. And then it was you could hear the audio and everyone's like, what is happening? And then there was a guy that was like sitting fucking right beside us. And it was funny. He's like, I'm going to go fucking talk to them. Yeah. So the guy's fucking freaking out. He leaves me and me and uh, six over here just chilling, watching, not watching shit, just hearing. And funny enough is the guy comes back. Yeah, they said they can't fucking even replay the whole thing. So we need a refund. 
blah, 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 right? And yeah. then we're like, yeah. And then the shitty part was, is where it ends is right when Batman's walking a penguin. We missed the whole fucking car Yeah, chase it's just it. so funny. The perfect timing of like the screen coming back on and it's like literally right at the end of the car chase scene. It was... It was and then did you look at the tickets? Like so, the tickets that they gave us after they gave us a voucher. Yeah. So here's a funny thing. So what Six was going to say is actually, no, break it. Fuck, you already you already mentioned this. Yeah, song. so like the movie ends. What Go down the steps and we open the door and they're giving out slips for, you know, to recompensate us for the movies. I look at the thing like a month later or my buddy sends me a picture of it and it expired the year before. <laughs> so they gave us expired tickets for the reimbursement. So true fucking story. I'm not even going to front about it is I found out it was expired literally about a month ago because he mentioned it to me because I'm like, I got I to gotta use that ticket one of these days. Bro, you didn't check the back? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's fucking expired, man. Yeah, it was like 2021 or something. So, like, the, on top of them fucking up our movie experience is they gave us expired tickets. Yeah. I mean, it gave us a funny story, so. Yeah, and and even just leaving the night, it was the wildest thing. Is we, had, we headed downstairs, because we saw this actually at the New West Theaters. Anyone that's not from BC or Vancouver is, it's a little weird there is so we head down there and the first thing that we see like i'm not even i'm not even messing around is some guy fucking screaming running from the parking lot oh yeah grabs a thing starts trying to fucking like break down a fucking door <laughs> fucking yeah. freaking out yeah his buddy was uh he was freaking out because his friend downstairs was like ODing on like probably fentanyl or something and he was like i need narcan i need narcan like somebody phone like somebody and it's so shitty because i always told myself that i would have a kit of narcan in my car and i hadn't got it yet and i was like oh fuck man i'm so sorry i mean it was a super crazy thing to see and it was (laughs) we're leaving it and out of all fucking movies it's a batman movie and we're seeing all this wild shit yeah it's funny one of my friends says that uh New Westminster reminds him it's like the Gotham of Vancouver. Especially when it's fucking raining, man. Yeah, yeah. like downtown New West is like very... It's not like that sketchy at all, but it's just the atmosphere is very Gotham-like. Yeah, and you and you do see a guy with a, with a bat costume running around. <laughs> except he's, uh, he's not on his meds and he probably left an institute, so it's not Batman, ladies and gentlemen. No, yeah, yeah run from him. Yeah, yeah, don't uh, don't uh, take advice from me either. What did you think about the uh, the new like the Batman with uh, fucking Edward? Oh, oh, you mean you mean Pattinson, Robert? Yeah, Robert. Pattinson. I mean, well, clearly we saw it together. I, I thought I loved it, man. I yeah, it was, I thought it was great. I thought yeah. it was a great movie. I would actually, I'll go as far as to say that it was the best superhero movie of the last year. Yeah, I would. Say I would so. go to say it's one of the best Batman movies ever. Uh, it's I, I I can't even completely argue it, but I can't. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Is I have it in my top three for sure. Yeah. Because you know I think the Dark Knight will always just be. It's it, it's so hard to beat, but it's up there. It's like yeah, because it really showed how how much like anger he had at the start and how much he just wanted to get vengeance. I mean, he says at the start like I am vengeance. 
right? And like, what is that? He's just going around beating people up. He's not showing actual true hope and he's not being the light in the darkness, right? Uh. So in the end, you literally see him with a torch lighting the way for people yeah. and he becomes that light, right? And that's like, and you hear, um, what is it? The Riddler, he says when he's about to do like all the attacks, he's like, I am vengeance. And yeah. that's when Batman clicks and he's like, I don't want to be that. Like, I, I need to be like the hero that this city needs to be. They, they nailed a lot of, I love that movie actually. Just, it's funny you bring it up. I love that movie is, um, I got the steel book and everything is our moderator for the day. Thank God it's not, or so our, our fact checker for the day. Thank God it's not the mark with the mouth, uh, the mark with the mouth. You can get another fuck you <laughs> just, uh, before that. <laughs> but, um, is she actually did, uh, she saw it with me uh, the third time I saw the movie. I saw the movie three times. I saw it twice in theaters. One of them was six, one of them with uh, some family members. And then the third time I saw it at my house, I bought the fucking 4K Steelbook. Fucking awesome. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's sick. No, I love the movie. What can I say? I think they, they nailed a lot of cool stuff. And the exciting part is that there is actually is with this whole DC universe that's being started up is that's going to be an Elseworlds story. So there's going to be two separate things in the DCU. Yeah. If you didn't know six is one of them is there's going to be the sort of MCU style, right? Where everything's connected. Yeah. Then there's going to be stories like the Batman that are their own whole thing. So no connectivity. It's just their own thing. Hmm. That's a, uh it's pretty cool. I mean, I hope this. I hope it's good because I think DC is cool. I hope they keep it dark and yeah. Flash looks. I hope there's reverse Flash and yeah. everything. I think I think there will be. Um, yeah. But um, you you know, I mean, I think we are in an exciting time, and I think DCU is sort of in the right time to come on board. And obviously, they have the right guy in James Gunn to be able to, because he's seen Kevin Feige, who is the major head in the MCU do his work. So cause of that, it's exciting. And I think he'll, I think he'll do good in my yeah. opinion, as long as he's not the director of Superman, because could you imagine his type of sense of humor on a Superman movie? I know that's another thing actually with both uh, sides, like Marvel and DC is it's too much comedy. It's too much comedy. The Batman didn't have much comedy. That's well. That that was amazing. Like that was like really good. That's why I think DC needs to stick with that style of uh -huh. movie where it's very dark because it, it works. I think I think to a degree. I think it depends on the character. Yeah, I think they need to actually. They just need to make one universe like R-rated where it's like adults and they have crazy stuff happening, and then they need like the, you know, Justice League like kind of bigger bigger stuff which is like more kid-friendly well, it's funny you say that is i actually think that with james gunn we'll see a lot of that good is i think that characters that deserve um r ratings will get r ratings in this universe yeah because the issue with the more disney side of things is to really get an r rating the closest thing that you can get to an r-rated mcu film if you haven't seen it it's not really a film but it's on disney plus it's the halloween special I don't know if you saw it. It's Werewolf by Night. Really? So it's in black and white. So because it's in black and white, they went pretty fucking far as far as like you saw a fucking arrow go through a guy's head and you saw it right through his mouth and everything. That's the kind of shit you saw. Nice. nice. So 
I was actually jokingly telling the professor off air um, that, hey, maybe they can make Blade black and white and we see it at the most goriest that it can be yeah. because it's black and white, right? Yeah, they need to. I think I think that's what these superhero, need, these superhero movies need is a bit more adult stuff. So, so you need, So, do you want the boys to be? It's a, a series. Uh, you want it to be more like the boys? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't finished that. I'm only on season two. Oh, okay. I I need to I need to watch it because I, I it's hilarious. It's all great. I all I gotta say is um, uh, spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen it is if you ever did want to visualize how Ant Man going inside Thanos's ass and fucking <laughs> going big. Well, guess what, guys? The boys shows you how it would look. Yeah, literally. <laughs> shows a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to the boys. Yeah. yeah but, that's uh, a good... Uh, I mean, that's exactly what we need for uh, Star Wars, too, is more R-rated Um, I might disagree there. I think the Star Wars is hard to get R-rated-wise. No, dude, you could definitely... Like, uh. think about, I, I just, uh, I was reading, like, a bunch of audiobooks, like, Star Wars audiobooks with, like, Darth Bane, like, how he becomes, what he becomes, and then, uh, same with, like, the, like, Darth Revan and how he, all yeah. of his stories and stuff, and. Yeah, of course, yeah. Some crazy stuff, man, like, you could have, just, like, the whole dark side, just cutting limbs off and, like. <laughs> Just the anger that the Sith has, and like the shit they'll do, like ripping people apart with the Force, and so you could, uh, you you could technically, hey, we kind of did see somebody's head get cut off, and in, in a lot of the movies, yeah, yeah. right arm, <laughs> right arm, the head, and then it cut off the black when when his head fell off. Yeah, that's what I find actually pretty funny with Clone Wars is a lot of it is very adult, kind of. I actually, Visuals. it's funny because like we're both from very different generations. It's funny that we jumped right into Star Wars, but it is something that I did want to talk about specifically with Six that loves Star Wars quite a bit. The difference being that I'm really into the OG trilogy. So I'm talking episode yeah. four and you hope, etc. He, he, what's I'm going to call it? is into the prequels, which I think are trash, if I'm going to be straight. <laughs> but one thing that I will say that I do like is because of the prequels, we got Clone Wars, Rebels, now Mandalorian, which is more, I guess, coinciding with the OG trilogy, but it has a lot of things that are mentioned throughout it. But we got Clone Wars out of it, and I think Clone Wars is like some of the like the best shit to happen to Star Wars. Yeah. is Clone Wars. Yeah, one hundred percent. You actually you got me on to Clone Wars because I always said the animation kind of I can't get past that really, and you're like, dude, just push through it. You'll start liking it, and it's like the best dialogue, and yeah, it's like one of my favorite things. I've watched through it like two times now. It's one of my favorite series to watch. Oh, yeah, and it's just the story. To, like, you care about the clones. Oh, like, yeah, that's a, a huge thing. That's why I love... That's why I love so much about the prequels is that there's just so much history there and there's just so much shit happening and so much plotting that's been happening for, like, so long with the Emperor and with the Dark Side. And, like, if you look into all the stuff, 
before like Anakin and everything. It's like everything was planned out and you get to watch it happen. So, and, and it's funny you say that is that since we are in the Star Wars topic and yeah, like clearly, yeah, like anyone that happens to be into Star Wars, uh, yeah, please check out the Clone Wars series. Also check out Rebels. I will say the same thing that I'll tell Six right now is the first couple of seasons pretty rough to get through because it's yeah. fucking like it's kid humor etc yeah but once you get to like emperor like no sorry not emperor what's his name uh thrawn yeah it's thrawn right i think the main the main the main baddie in rebels that we discover later on is yeah, i forget his name but it was it does get really good but once you get to him is like probably one of the better villains in all Star Wars. Yeah. Because what makes him fascinating is that he will study his opposition. He will buy, he will get products from their opposition and he believes in keeping the product to be like the enemy. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I'm remembering Thrawn now. He's the blue guy with the yes. rats. I'm like, hey, yeah. He, he'll play a huge part. I think he's going to be in Ahsoka because that's who Ahsoka's Which, hunting down right now. It's funny that you mention Ahsoka. Is if it wasn't for the prequels in the Clone Wars series, we wouldn't have had Ahsoka. Which well, is yeah, another. I think the Clone Wars, it's a lot to do with the clones, but I think it, it's Ahsoka's show. Like it, it really builds her. You watch her become this kid, and yeah. she gets trained by Anakin himself. Like. That's the craziest thing about Ahsoka is like uh-huh. everything. It's like Anakin at his prime teaching this, like teaching Ahsoka everything. And it's just, she's kind of like becomes the best. I think she's one of the best Jedi, but she's not even Jedi anymore. She's just, uh, she, what, what are they called? It's a, a gray. gray. So yeah. the gray side of the force. So they don't really, they don't necessarily, they're not Sith, but they're not Jedi. So yeah, they, they, they can just use, they know how to use the force. They just don't pick a side exactly so which which makes them i believe a more powerful force user because they're they use both sides of the force and they also because it is eventually believed that the jedi's way of thinking is also absurd also right you can't get angry you can't have emotion but you know even if you go back to the og trilogies is Luke Skywalker a few times lost his cool and because of it, you know, they, it helped with his wins. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's, it's really weird to look into that kind of stuff because it's, there are pluses and minuses, obviously, of the Jedi and same with the Sith and then you put them together, like put them against each other. It's, you see how powerful the Sith are, but they, they end up basically killing themselves over time. Like everybody wants power and the Jedi are just as corrupt. Well, well, it's just the belief of the Sith is there could only be two. Yeah. And, right. And actually, uh, back when Darth Bane was like, uh, a young adult and he was learning the ways of the Sith and stuff. He, it was actually a big Jedi, like big Sith Academy. They're trying to like rebuild a big Sith, army and go against the jedi and he basically started reading like the the ancient scrolls of revan and like the way of two and stuff and he found that out so 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 there was an ancient scroll so please do describe like so he found an ancient scroll for the sith academy yeah yeah where they, they're called ho- yeah the holograms you know holograms uh fuck where are they called again all right so um 
Holocrons. So, yes, it is the Holocrons, yeah. which shout out to the Star Wars game that you told me to buy, which is... Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order, where I actually got a chance to see, yeah, you pick up a holocron at some point in the game. Yeah, so yeah, there are there's there's Jedi holocrons and Sith holocrons, so they basically just store information and history and stuff that you can... It's really hard to get the information. It's, you have to be very powerful to get into a Sith holocron. So uh, Darth Bane seems like a character that you're pretty interested in. Is this somebody that you would like because... As of right now, a lot of that story, so Darth Bane and stuff, I believe they don't exist because when Disney essentially came in, they removed a lot of the lore from previous things. But yeah. now, with them having Dave Filoni, and shout out to my boy um, Dave Filoni, and uh, right now, for whatever reason, I forgot his name, but he's one of the co-creators of Mandalorian. He also was actually the creator of the first Iron Man, if you could believe it, in the MCU. Also made Elf, the movie. He directed it. Oh, shit. Is. Yep. It's John Favreau. Very good. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. since John Favreau came in and Dave Filoni, my God, have they rebirthed Star Wars, man. Yeah. Because, you know, it's so unfortunate because I had a lot of hope for the sequel trilogy. Uh, the first one was all right. It was pretty so decent, but I'm like, all right, I'm curious to see where it goes. And then they just fucking shit the bed massively. Yeah, they, they absolutely flaming and, shit. And like as like I'm such a big Star Wars fan and I I just hate it so much, the new ones. I they, they they had so much stuff they could have done and they, they've just kind of they definitely shit the bed. Yeah, like uh, one of the key things that comes to mind is I don't know if you remember this from episode seven, is the moment where Finn like holds on to another stormtrooper. And, you know, you can see they have this like emotional connection, like he puts the blood on his like his hand yeah. is covered in blood on his face. And they never went with they never did anything else with that. They just said he just went, OK, cool. And then he's all right, let's start fucking killing these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> yeah. And have you seen any of the uh, like the Bad Batch season two? I this is going to disappoint the audience members and six over here. So I got to fully catch up on Bad Batch season one, but I have liked it because I love the Bad Batch. I like Hunter is my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, I don't really necessarily have a favorite, but season two is it, it's really cool because what they did with that, I I don't want to spoil it for you and I'm trying not to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, I can, uh, close these extreme fucking ears, I guess. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's just basically they. It shows the connection with the clones and how the clones don't really agree with what the empire is doing, and it shows like. So it shows other other sides. I, I, yeah, I it shows how real they are. Are you sure this was bad batches? Because I I believe that in Clone Wars they kind of touched on that at some point. Yeah, it was kind of like season like five, season six that they kind of were doing that, but Bad Batch season two is like really touching on that and like the aftermath because they're trying to get rid of clones now they're trying to use just regular civilians in the army yeah because i, I remember it's funny you say that because i remember that in clone wars clone wars i believe it was the last season as they were or sorry was it Reb- I no sorry it was rebels where they revealed that they got rid of the clones completely and they started bringing people in yeah 
So so Bad Batch is kind of retouches on that, right? Yeah, it's all like right now. Season two is all about that. It's showing exactly like the change up, basically, and so. it's really messed up because you, being a fan of Clone Wars, and I'm sure like everyone else watching it, like the loyalty of clones and like how real and how how unique each one is. Like they're their own person. Everyone kind of, if you watch it, you realize like wow, they're so different from each other, even though they're all the same. Yeah, and and and, and, and w- well, that's what made it. That's one thing that I liked about Clone War is that, and something the prequels didn't really showcase when the movies came out, is in Clone Wars the series you kind of saw Obi Wan have this close connection to a lot of the clones, even told them to name themselves. Yeah. Then the movie there he's just like ah oh, fuck these motherfuckers and he starts just hitting them up, killing those <laughs> motherfuckers, not giving a fuck. I know that's the funny thing. And then if you actually watch uh, like any time Ahsoka's fighting clones. She's always stunning them. She's always doing stuff to like not kill them. The total opposite, which is what I found funny, is that it's funny because like when I officially decided, I right, fuck it. I believe it was actually during. Unfortunately, I do, what, what I do for a living is a lot of hard labor, a lot of cutting, and yeah. dealing with jackasses all day. Is we do have a Christmas break in between, and during that time is where I really got a chance to enjoy Clone Wars. Is I remember like fucking getting to that part where right before. It gets into episode three. I had to end up watching episode three, even though I I fucking hate the prequels, because <laughs> it flowed so well into the other part of Clone Wars, where they release that other season, yeah. where it shows what happened in between, like with Anakin, yeah, et cetera. Se- yeah, that was season seven. And if you yeah, you can actually time it perfectly, where Ahsoka and Anakin like they meet each other, and then he goes off to save the Emperor or Palpatine or the Chancellor. Yeah. And then Ahsoka goes off to, what is it, like, liberate Mandalore. Exactly. So, and... And, and I the, think Maul, Maul is my favorite Star Wars. I think he is the best Star Wars character. He's fucking, he is pretty gangster. Yeah. My favorite is, it's always a toss-up because Han Solo is always, Han Solo, sorry. Sorry, shout out to Han Solo, my... <laughs> other co-host my, my other guests and uh, the other member of the nasty things pod is uh but han solo's always been one of my favorites and fuck i, I also love me some mando man mando's my boy oh yeah mando's super sick yeah he's super cool guy i mean i just love his armor he looks so fucking dope and to have the dark saber like the coolest armor and have a dark saber it's like it's so gangster it's no it's so sick which funny we talk about that. What did you think of the Boba Fett series? Oh, ass, so fucking bad, horrible. But here's a question for you: When it got to Mando, how yeah, it got way it? better. Like as soon, like the episode where he goes, <laughs> where he goes and like sees Luke and Ahsoka and everything. That was the coolest part of that whole entire series, and Boba Fett wasn't even in any of that. It, it's funny you say that. Is one thing that I found hilarious about the Boba Fett series is the things that I cared about were the beginning with the sand people. That part was fucking gangster. Yeah. Then it just got kind of, then after the sand people, he became sort of like a different leader, not the same Boba Fett we see from like the OG trilogies. Then what's I'm going to call it? I kind of didn't care too much about him. If I'm going to be honest, then they do a Mando episode. And I'm like, this is fucking but great. Hold up. Hold up. Let it, let's talk about, Okay, so what they were on Tatooine. They're on Tatooine. Yes, sir. 
And you're telling me that there's like, so you gotta think about it. They're in space or on Tatooine, one of the, like the, it's some desert. So everything is old technology, you know, for them, right? And it's like everything, no new paint jobs, everything's rusting and all this shit. But you're telling me that some fucking teenager, like cyberpunk people, <laughs> and they all have rainbow shiny hover yeah, okay. bike things like man that's got to be the dumbest thing i've ever that's a, like <laughs> those pe- those they ruined it for me oh god that's a, it's funny you say that because um i never really thought of it in that, <laughs> in that sense that, <laughs> until you fucking said that shit which uh which and then and then you know the black the black wookie like the one that the badass looking guardian wookie who's hmm. been like probably fighting for hundreds of years and he's been like a gladiator and stuff and you have these you have a couple of these skinny guys with cybernetic. This one guy I can probably see better in his eye because he has a different basically, cyber eye. Basically, a bunch of sixes taking out this big ass Wookie. Yeah, like that ain't happening. Like that's not happening. Yeah, I, I, I completely forgot about that portion of it because, again, right? Like one thing that it did so well was when it got to the Mando side of stuff, and of course, Grogu, which. Uh, uh, the uh, fact checker today doesn't know know him as Grogu, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is also whenever you see him on screen. I mean, Jesus Christ, you, you oh, just he's wanna, adorable. You just want to cuddle up with him. It's uh, it's funny because I I talked off uh, air with uh, the professor that was on like uh, like four or five weeks ago, and we said like they got to do a Baby Groot and like Grogu episode of some way, like just some cartoon even like something. Or like, <laughs> even like, do you imagine if they did a commercial and it's just them? That'd oh be, God, that'd be super funny. It'd be the cutest thing in the world. It's like the two cutest things that were ever invented. <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, I was really hoping, it, or possibly could be happening, is the uh, baby or Grogu turning into like a Jedi, but also oh, absolutely also having the uh, Baskar armor, like chainmail, chainmail on. I think it will happen. And it's funny, since we're in this topic, as far as, okay, we can clearly say they're nailing it on the television series because one of the best shows I've ever seen, and I'm talking, I've seen a lot of very good shows, like even in the last year or so was Andor. I fucking loved Andor. Andor, yeah. Uh, it was all right. I. Uh, I like the action and stuff, and I like the storyline, like, what is happening, but I felt like they wasted a lot of time with, like, random dialogue, like, random mo- motivational speeches that are just, like... So, I'll interrupt you there quickly, <laughs> just because uh, I fucking love that that series, is one of the reasons I think they, they did such a great job with that series, and it's actually probably my favorite series as far as Star Wars, is they showed areas of the empire that have never been touched on. Yeah. Like not everyone that's in the empire is fucking evil. Yeah. It's just and it and it's kind of a real real life sort of thing and that's one of the reasons I liked it is you know, you go to a place like, you know, again, Nicaragua over here is a place like Nicaragua, right? And there's a crew called the Sandinistas. You can either be part of the presidential par- party and be doing pretty well for yourself. Or you can live like everyone else is just barely like trying to live off the bread from the next day. So what I liked about Andor is they sort of touched on something similar to that where you just have people they are like, yeah, we're part of the empire because we get so many benefits like it. Yeah, it's the only way. I mean, 
Yeah, that's that's Star Wars in general. Is it touches a lot on real life stuff, real but, life issues that. But I felt that this like series in general like absolutely touched on that, and of course you had that fucking amazing moment with Andy Serkis's character, where like uh, he where they're escaping the prison. That fucking speech he has. Yeah. Fuck! Like I remember hearing the speech and I'm like, holy sh! Like this is amazing. And yeah. then, of course, the part where I fucking break down in tears where he goes, I can't swim. I'm like, no <laughs> fucking way. I know. It's like, bro, you have to learn right now. You have to learn it. <laughs> like just the acting and everything that was in that series. So that's why I'm in the contrary of you here. But it was so good. Like, yeah, I'm like 50. Uh, it was it was good. I, I think I've just been too, too negative and like too skeptical of stuff coming out. But it was it was cool and it was. You you might have to give it a rewatch and then just view it in the extreme eyes. I guess you could say. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I do. Yeah, I like any any Star Wars stuff that comes out that's not sequel bullshit, Ray. Which is which what I did want to touch on, but then you know I got lost in Andor's dick. Is um, what I wanted to touch on was what's something you'd like to see as far as a movie. Ah. Uh. Like a single movie or even a series? It could it could be a trilogy or even a one-off movie. Hmm. Just something you'd like to see in the Star Wars future. I really want to see like Old Republic stuff. Oh, fuck. I mean, you just made me nut my fucking self right there. But <laughs> yeah, that's something I've been wanting for years. And you can even touch on like a, Yo- a young Yoda back yeah. in the old republic or something like that yeah i mean there's the uh the high republic have you heard of the high republic uh please seen? please do tell people about it um well I, I i personally i don't know there's a book on it i haven't read it yet i don't know much about it, but it is when yoda is young and there's concept art of a bunch of stuff they're gonna do looks super cool it's just everything looks like looks like renaissance times right like really mm-hmm. cool robes like it looks like lightsabers but they look like swords okay that's pretty fucking gangster yeah it's really cool is no that's something that it's funny you said the old republic is something that i've wanted to see but one of the key things that i want them to do because i think that was the issue with the sequel trilogy is just stray away from the skywalkers we've heard the skywalker story it's done. It's done. Move I know. on from I the Skywalkers. I'm so mad that they had to do the sequels and like add more into it because it's it's done. Like it's done. Let's just have another story, find something else in a completely different timeline. Because like if you look at, I mean, look look at the fucking television series. It's care completely. If you think about it, for the most part, it's been new characters. I mean, yeah. Um, you're gonna probably shit on me, but like the Obi Wan Kenobi series was very okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I I agree. There was parts that were really good, but then a lot of it was just forgettable. And and, and here's the, like as a as a Star Wars fan, things that didn't make sense is if you ever watch A New Hope, Luke Skywalker never saw a Sith or a Jedi, yet in Obi Wan Kenobi, clearly <laughs> he was attacked by uh, I forgot the name of these Inquisitors. Uh, the, an Inquisitor. She was she went and attacked him in his room. So what? His parents are his. Sorry, his his adopted parents are gonna say, no, no, those were sand people. Like, <laughs> how the fuck does that make any sense, man? Yeah, that's true. I mean, there there is plot holes. I think with a lot of shit, but 
But what I will say that I loved about it, though, was Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Fuck, man. Oh, he's he's he is Obi-Wan. Like, that's, like, that's his character. And what I loved is that we got to see an Obi-Wan that clearly what isn't the regular Obi-Wan. He was clearly harmed, and he was... He yeah he, he was, was scared at, he, he was he, he was super at, scared and he he didn't have any more hope and he kind of was very lost exactly so yeah so what I was gonna say was yeah because you did describe it is a vulnerable Obi Wan yeah where clearly he you know he the effects of what happened clearly affected him severely right yeah and you see that throughout the series and one thing that I like that it still doesn't quite affect even the og trilogy is the moment where he sees anakin through the mask of darth uh, darth vader and darth vader says essentially says anakin's gone he died so that actually doesn't take away from when in the og trilogy he tells luke i saw your father die because he did When, when they fought there was a like very slight bit of Anakin left, and then he saw that Anakin was gone. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I mean, it's exactly what he said to Ahsoka, and it's just it's so that's what I loved about that series was just seeing Vader in that mindset, and he was just such a pissed off, so pissed off, so mad. Look at all the stuff he lost, right? Because he thought that he could have it all. He lost Padme. That was his one thing that he truly cared about let's not get back to the no <laughs> i laugh every time when i watch that what are the what are the cheesiest and stupidest moments ever but out of it like uh w- the cool things about the kenobi series though are like when we get to see vader actually fuck some shit up man yeah and just him getting put together his castle and yeah it's him choking just civilians like he just does not give a shit and think about how loyal Anakin was and how nice he was to anybody. Like in Clone Wars, you see him just helping people out all the time because he just and, wanted to. And one thing that I, that it's funny you bring up Clone Wars. And, and again, like I hate to fucking keep loving that shit, but sucking Clone Wars a dick. Shout out to Dave Filoni. I'll suck <laughs> your dick. Is, um, what's I'm gonna call it? Is that's one thing they nailed so well, but the prequel trilogy didn't. Is. I think one thing that I'll give the prequel trilogy is clearly there was a lot of good ideas. Clearly there was a lot of awesome lore that led to other things. But the problem was the director, which was George Lucas. He doesn't know how to show affection with yeah. towards people, right? Is what I was going to say was is one thing that the Clone Wars series makes you feel is Anakin did a lot of good things, but you can clearly see there was a little bit of bad in him, but it was it was it, it was it, like he would mix like it was but it would it showed it in a pot like he would he do had something. lots of anger yeah yeah that's the best way to put it he had a lot of anger but you understood it because yeah he was just being human yeah in the in the in the freaking prequel truly i well, well i think the jedi are the bad ones <laughs> so but okay this is this is my take on all that though because he is an awkward very awkward person like acting wise right seems like he's very awkward that's how he was supposed to be that's how he was written that's who anakin is because think about his life he grew up as a slave right Uh, here is a fascinating thing do you know who they originally wanted to cast as anakin oh fuck 
Was it? Uh, it wasn't. He he's currently dating a 19 year old, and he Leonardo. Anakin. Yep, Leonardo DiCaprio was originally supposed to be Anakin. You know how the layers that he probably would have shown as Anakin, you would have believed every damn thing when he said. The whole moment. I hate sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Not like smooth skin. <laughs> if Leonardo DiCaprio would have done it, you would have been like, oh shit, yeah, he fucking hates sand, yeah, man. There's a reason there. I always say that at work when, when I get sand on like everywhere. It's like, I hate sand. It's coarse. Exactly. <laughs> it gets everywhere. Exactly, right? Like if Leo said it, you'd be like, yeah, because he came from a slave planet. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. With with him, you're just like, dude, he's a fucking creep. But like... <laughs> Yeah, but he's supposed to be awkward. He doesn't understand, right? He's he was a slave as a child. He comes into this Jedi Order, told like you're literally the chosen one. You know the ego that you would get as a kid. You have no social skills with any other humans around you, and you're like you're way better than all the kids around you. You're way better than your teachers, but yet they're still holding you back. It's like which you know what I would have done if I was, uh, you know, the writer of the series, like if I would have wrote in the prequel trilogy is I would have picked an Anakin in his teens. Forget about him as a kid. Yeah. And then you have a rebellious teenager, which then it makes sense. Why? Because there was moments when you watch the first one where Yoda would say, I not trust this one. I don't. And it's like, bro, he's a fucking child, man. Like <laughs> what, what the <laughs> fuck's your, your thing with a kid, you know? So, yeah, I mean, Yoda can still... I'm pretty sure Yoda can partly see the future and stuff. I mean, oh, no, yeah, of course. Watch, they, uh, they, they actually touched on it on the Clone Wars, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's who he, he goes in. He talks to Darth Bane in the Clone Wars. I, I got to re, re-watch this again, but yeah, no. He was like the fire guy. He goes to some Sith temple and like this big flaming... Oh, yeah, now, out, now, 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 now I remember what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, that was Darth Bane because Darth Bane is the one that brought the Sith back to the rule of two. Exactly, but 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 that's what I mean, right? Is But anyway, the, <laughs> the question that we did have is, so something you'd like to see is something regarding the Old Republic or yeah something that just strays away from the skywalkers like i yeah. i believe also i think just stay away from the skywalkers yeah i want to just see you know what i want to see i just want to see destruction like i just want to see jedis and sith just like going at it so and just sh- tension so sh- shout out to the snyderites i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like straight up war because that's what it was man that's what it was like back in the day it was like a shit ton of sith and a shit ton of jedi and they're just like trying to fight for power and, and nothing it, was happening. And it's something we haven't fully actually seen on screen. It's funny you say that is it's always two bad sits. And then uh, and then, well, with the prequel trilogy, we got a lot of Jedi's in the process. And then, of course, two. Yeah, I mean, there was two sets, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing is that at least now with the television series, we're seeing Inquisitors and shit like that. So that's pretty gangster. Yeah, the Inquisitors are super cool. Because um, what was it? uh there was like, did you see the uh, the fuck? What's his name? Why am I forgetting stuff? Uh, it is what it is, man. It's all good, man. It was the new clone. It was like a Clone Wars series, Jedi Tales. Yes, with I Count fucking Dooku, loved it. Count, Count Dooku, Dooku and Ahsoka. That was actually really cool because it is true. Is like Count Dooku at one point in time was a Jedi. I, I liked I liked that series a lot actually. Yeah, because like he was there. the exact. He was kind of like the same as. Uh, well, that's like what Qui-Gon Jinn was like, right? He kind of, he was a Jedi, but he didn't really 
trust them too much. He kind of stayed his like distance a little bit. And for whatever reason, out of it, he got fucking only one good, <laughs> one good of the bunch because yeah. he he had fucking uh, the great uh, Count Dooku, which became a Sith. Yeah. And then, of course, Obi-Wan, yeah, he stayed true to everything. And then he said, hey, trade Anakin. Anakin turned into Darth Vader. So, yeah, that's so, so Qui-Gon's clear, clearly didn't have the best of. Uh, I think I think if Qui-Gon trained Anakin, it would have been a lot different. Most likely. And one of the reasons why it's funny, which, by the way, like we should have got more Qui-Gon. I thought like a lot of people tend to hate phantom menace i'm one of them outside of the fucking darth maul fight yeah but you kill off like two of the thing two of the characters that people like the most well darth darth maul you later found out he didn't die yeah but you killed off darth maul and then qui-gon jinn which was another one that you actually cared about quite a bit yeah so like you know there's a lot of things that i wish they would have done differently like you would have if they would have got a teenage sort of um, Anakin, like I mentioned earlier, you could have even had Obi-Wan and Anakin kind of having a romance with Padme. Like they both like Padme or, you know, do some like shit like that. Right. But instead it was just like a kid. And then, yeah, you know, you know where they went. Yeah. I, th- I, 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 I agree to disagree. I think, I think the way that they did it is just so it's perfectly unfortunate just with everything. But in a sense, out of it, we got, you know, again, we got the Clone Wars. We got, we got now, everything, man. Like, everything came out of that. Because, like, <laughs> you had the most powerful Jedi who's in love, loses it, becomes hateful, becomes, like, the worst, becomes the worst Sith ever. And he's just killing all the Jedi off. He has, like, the best. This is the best the Sith has, have ever been right like out of every other generation this is the best it's ever got and the closest they've ever got they had the whole empire inquisitors killing jedi it was all set to plan and then at that last second who saves it darth vader yeah which it's funny that we say all that is that's one of the things that i didn't like they did with the sequel trilogy after is you have this awesome moment of vader but from the looks of what we got after his Vader's big moment and all that is, it's nothing. Okay, enough. cool. It's all good. Well, Guess what? We're still powerful. Like, okay, so it comes out of nowhere, and it really pisses me off because yeah, you said they have this big moment with Vader, like coming back to the light for that last second to save the whole universe, essentially, and then it gets thrown away. He's just a bad guy again at the end of the day with the sequel. It's like Kylo Ren has this big heart on for him. And he's like, Oh fuck Vader. Oh, but oh, to, Grandpa. Be, to be fair on the novelization is they did say in the novelization that it was Snoke that was speaking to him and telling him that Vader was on the dark side. But yeah, what I didn't like again was what they should have done is they should have had the Sith as the underdogs. Yeah. Rather than again the same shit where it's like, oh well that didn't do anything. The yeah. empire is still enormous. Like it, it just it didn't make any sense. And I think they, and it would have been a more interesting take. I guess the prequels to a sense did that, but they could have done something similar but different. I don't know. Yeah, well it could have. A way that I I see is the, 
the republic would be in power for the republic would be in power for like a pretty long time right and then you could just have you know some another story like an anakin story where like some kid they 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 want to go the girl route which is completely fine make a female character she's like some girl growing up somewhere bad and then she becomes super powerful and she she becomes a jedi or has force abilities and the sith start rising up and it's a story about the sith rising to power or something you know yeah, something. it's just something better and it's like something where again like the whole marvel thing is like so you start small and, you, and then you build it into something big whereas the sequels they just started like big like right away they just went you know mm-hmm. this character ray she's an adult oh she apparently knows the force and she's better than some sith user yeah, and it's she, like, she, what? She, she actually kicked Kylo Ren's ass. Yeah, and it makes meeting. no sense. Like, he was, like, Kylo Ren, to be fair, he's been trained, like, by Luke. So And, and also by, like, we later found out Darth Sidious, but yes. <laughs> yeah, that which is, like, ridiculous. Like, he shouldn't be alive. Uh, I did hear that he like, had, like, a, a plan for if he died, he had clones to be born. Did, did you actually hear, and it's funny that you say it, have you actually ever gone online where they released the original ending for the sequel trilogy and how it was written with the director and everything no i haven't seen that as a star wars fan go and read it it actually ends a lot better than what we got yeah is what ended up happening was is i'll just i'll give you a brief like description of what they were going with is kylo doesn't have a redemption story he just goes fucking full evil all the way through for one and Finn actually has more of a story in this arc. And yeah. I believe he's not a Jedi in it. I'm not 100% sure. But the, from, the, from the, what I, the little bit that I read on it, it was a better ending than what we got. But the issue that they didn't go with this, and then the director left the project and everything, is how bad um, the Ryan Johnson movie, which came The Last Jedi, is it was received so bad that they had to then basically be like, oh, shit, like, nobody liked it. So then they scrapped the script. They got J.J. Abrams from Episode 7, and essentially he came in and said, oh, fuck. He, he basically, I think, went online and said, oh, people wanted thought that she could be a, 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 a Palpatine. Let's put it in. You know, he just, uh, he just wrote, clearly just he did something nonsense, along that, yeah. right? So rather, but apparently the underending was a lot better than what we got, sadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just don't care for any of those characters, which is so unfortunate. They could it have is. done they could have done such a cool such and, a cool thing. And it's sad because I actually thought Finn was very interesting in yeah. the first movie. Like I my first speculations when I saw the first ever trailer for Force Awakened, I thought that Finn was gonna be a force user because he picks up the uh-huh. lightsaber and I was like, Holy shit, maybe he's Mace Windu's kid. Yeah. And and it's what's crazy about it is by the end he was a force user, but I thought it would have was he, he yeah yeah because remember he's like I can he started speaking array with his mind or what or something like that oh jeez yeah again the movie's trash I guess <laughs> yeah it's like I must have just thrown that in like yeah everything was just sort of thrown in but it's funny you say that is that when you watch episode seven I actually would have been okay if he wasn't a force user yeah just a guy that was tough and had heart. Is that's what episode seven showed. Then episode eight, it's like he was just known as the guy that yelled Ray. Ray, Ray. <laughs> yeah, that's so There's true. a fucking compilation. I guarantee there's but a But then compilation. he had one good, 
he could have had a great sacrifice and a great moment of him doing something like he was going to drive into that big cannon. Nope. They gave it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Who is that character? She's like known as like the most hated Star Wars character. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, which, by the way, anyone listening to this, he, you hardcore Star Wars fans got to settle down, man. Because it's a consistent thing that I've seen where hardcore Star Wars fan will sh- go up to an actor. that Again, at, at the end of the day, they yeah, signed just on. an actor. It's a fucking actor. Shitting on them, giving them death threats, like telling them they shouldn't be in a movie, etc. It's like, come on, guys, like settle down. The thing is, they could have used all those same actors and actresses and had a completely different storyline, and it would have been amazing. And it's like people would praise them. Exactly. So, either way, moving on from that is quickly what I just wanted to say as far as what I would like to see with Star Wars is either, just like Six over here said earlier, is. Either do something with the Old Republic, which is back in the old days, right? When a young Yoda, etc. Or what I would like is just something way into the future or something. You can even do a movie which takes place with Grogu, but now fully grown. Yeah. Mando's gone. Everyone that he's known is gone, and he's on his own journey. You can do something cool like that, right? Yeah. Where it has no connection to fucking... Um, the prequel to to the Skywalkers whatsoever. It's just his journey. So you could do something like that. I'm even okay with them having mentions of Luke and all the yeah. Skywalkers. Just don't make it centered around them. You know what I would have thought would be so cool, but would probably never happen. Talk away. So if you made a character that was like a bounty hunter, right? Like that's all he cared about was doing bounties and shit. But he was a force user and he had like a yellow lightsaber because he's not Jedi or Sith. Well, you know who they can do that with? Grogu. Yeah, they could. Because if you think about it, he chose Mandalore. Yeah. But he is a force user. So yeah. essentially, you could do a Grogu story again and wait right into the future. He's a bounty hunter, happens to be a force user. You could yeah. do that. Yeah, I think that'd be super cool. I think he's too. Uh, I could. I just couldn't imagine him being some badass bounty hunter. I just see him. He's too nice. He's like. He's literally like a Yoda, right? He's just like a little green, like wisdom. To be fair, he is a kid right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, fuck you. You throw him in thirty fucking fifty years from now. You put a scar, a tattoo that says Mando for life or some bullshit like that. You know. <laughs> Wearing some black hood and he's just like walking yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. He has a fucking microphone waiting to spit bars or some shit, you know? <laughs> plus a, plus a light, lightsaber, you know? Yeah, that'd be, uh, it would be super cool. That would be a very different take on Star Wars in general. Exactly. And and um, I think um, with uh, everything that's everything they've seen from the prequels and everything that's going on with the TV series, I think they're willing to take chances like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I hope so. Just none of that Boba Fett stuff. <laughs> but hey, you know what? Everything else has been good outside of Boba Fett. Uh, well, hey, to be fair, Boba Fett was good when you had uh, Dan Bane. I always forget his name. Uh, um, Dano Kane, Bano. How how do you say it? Oh, I'm. Was it an actor's name? No, no, no. I'm talking about the guy that trained Boba. Oh, trained Boba. Yeah, yeah. At the very end, he they, they had a shootout with each other and everything. Oh, um, Cad Bane. Cad O'Bane, exactly. Cad yeah. Bane, yeah. yeah. That was Cad, pretty gangster, That too. was cool. I was so, it was really cool to see Cad Bane live action. I was hoping that they would do a little bit more and not kill him off right away. 
Uh, I did hear from people online. You did see the red light going, so he could still be alive. Oh, I never even looked into that. So there's a possibility. But anyway, with that being said, I did want to move on to a few other things that I wanted to talk about right before we let six go. Is there's a few other things I like to talk about. Yeah. And one of them is earlier you mentioned that you were a Spider-Man fan. Oh, fuck yeah. Huge Spider-Man fan. And <laughs> he also mentioned that he wanted to have Tom Holland's spider dick in his mouth. I so did talk about that before the podcast. Yeah, it was all off air. But anyway, <laughs> now you guys know he wants some spider webbings all over his face. Let's get nasty <laughs> with it. <laughs> so there is talks, from what I heard, that Kevin Feige has said that they're already working on the script for Spider-Man 4 which would be a follow-up to No Way Home, which he doesn't see much MCU stuff, which is disappointing current days. But he is—he did say he's going to catch up on it. Yeah. Is he loved No Way Home because clearly for a lot of the things they did. So my question, and then I'll tell you what I think they should do, is what is something you'd like to see in Spider-Man 4 when it comes out? And what, do you, what direction do you want to see them go? Sinister Six. The tired old Sinister Six idea. <laughs> That's funny, but okay. please do, please do go on. I don't know. They need to do it. Like they, they like keep fucking hinting at it. Hey, and they, they kind of did in the last one though. Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually very. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because they definitely did. Because there was fucking Sandman, Electro. Yeah, Doc that's Ock, very true. Green Goblin. But, oh, but it you was, know what I'm really actually upset about is how they did Taskmaster because that would be such a good like good Spider-Man character to go up against. Like uh, Taskmaster from uh, Black Widow, right? I yeah, I believe. Because yeah. uh, do you know Taskmaster like from the comics and all the video games and stuff? Like, oh like, yeah, of course. Way yeah. different character, like so badass, yeah. and they completely like yeah. trash that character. It, it was a, it was a reamp. Uh, the, on a positive is that. He is going to be part of the... Um, but it's a she now. Well, she is... Sorry. Sorry. It's a she. Yeah, you're correct. Is She is going to be a part of a group which for whatever... The Thunderbolts. There we go. I just remembered. Is huh. he? She is going to be a part of the Thunderbolts. Yeah. So... I just know, don't care for... Like, because of because of what they've done to Taskmaster, I just do not care they could. for the character now. It's like... it's She's just like a robotic, like, human... They, Essentially, they, it's like oh, had such a cool, cool character to go on, right? But well, whatever. Well, hey, they could in, in a good in a positive note is they could only go up from there, from here. Yeah, that's true. Right. So there's things that they could reamp. As far as um, Spider-Man Four, I mean, yeah, they could do. If you meant by a Sinister Six movie, is they couldn't make an official Sinister Six movie where the current MCU uh, Sinister Six. The only issue is, I guess, is which is shitty is it looks like in the mcu there is no oscorp as of right now yeah yeah like there's that's the weird thing with, with spider-man is like you can't really have the characters that have already been done because people don't really want to rewatch essentially the same movie i mean i would love to see it like i think everybody wants to see i want to see the mcu's like we did get i guess um um what's his name we, I, we did get the green goblin from the Raimi movies yeah, but um, which was cool. He did great, but uh, yeah, I'd like to see what the MCU would do as far as like who they would cast, etc. But some of the but what I was gonna say, what I'd like to see in a Spider-Man 
follow up, right? Is so Ned doesn't know who he is, right? Oh yeah. yeah MJ doesn't know who he is. And the character that Ned is in the comics, the one that he's like his name, yeah, is Hobgoblin. So what I would like to see possibly for a Spider-Man 4 movie or even 5 or 6 is setting him up because they've already done the Green Goblin thing is make Ned now the Hobgoblin and Peter already has they were they were homies man. Yeah. So just imagine that and he's already shown that he knows magic in No Way Home he was able to open a portal and in some iterations of Hobgoblin, he has magic. So yeah. could be something interesting. And in the mix, make the introduction of Miles Morales. Yeah. Because he is in the MCU. Like, he's been mentioned multiple times, Miles Morales. Exactly. And what's cool is because of the snap, you can age him too. So you can put him like older. Yeah. So you can say that during the snap, he wasn't snapped off. He was... Yeah, he was like 12, and then now he's like 16, and he's like a young Miles Morales. Like, I mean, like older, but like young still. Exactly, right? So that's that's where I would go. And clearly also make it about Peter in college. Yeah. We've seen high school. Now we need him in college. Yeah. So, I so really hope that he stays, stays in the MCU for a while like they do more, because it, it'd be cool to see peter parker actually making it in terms of like you know starting his own biz because there's there's that the amazing spider-man where he has his own business and he's basically like the tony stark of his of new york now yeah which it's it's funny you say that is my actual prediction is i think that tom holland will be in three more movies and in between those movies is with the introduction of miles morales is I think that it'll sort of by five or s- by six, it'll sort of say we'll say our goodbyes to Peter, and then it'll be the Miles story. Yeah, I hope so. That'd well, be cool. But we'll see what happens, right? I mean, there's a lot of exciting things to happen as far as that. I also do believe that maybe even in Spider-Man Four, we'll get uh, him and Matt Murdock in the movie. Matt Murdock. Who's Matt Murdock again? Daredevil. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I hope to see some Daredevil Spider-Man action together. Like, them doing stuff. That that could be uh, the follow-up, because there's the, the Disney Plus series that's going to come out soon uh, with Dare, Daredevil series, which is I believe is coming out in the next few years. It's wild. I never really even got it a whole lot into Daredevil. Uh, go on fucking Netflix right now and watch yeah. those three seasons. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I know. I've heard great things about it. So, so great show. You've never seen it, though. Yeah, yeah. And, like, <laughs> I, love the, I love Daredevil as a character. Like, I've always... No, he's super cool. Exactly. So no, he's he's a great character. But um yeah, like that's that's what I think would be cool as far as Spider Man is. That's that's where I would like them to go. But um what I did want to talk about also, just moving on to the next thing, is music. So my man over here has sort of been dabbling in creating music, etc. What are some artists that you like to listen to? Well, my top artist all time is Mac Miller, like 100%. And then 
man, I'm all over the place right now. Like I've been listening to like metal right now, actually. Metal. I know. I went from just like only listening to rap to listen to metal and like EDM and like dub stuff, but like in terms of rap, like Master Ace has been like a huge rapper. What are, what are what are some of the metal bands you listen to? Um, not much, man. I've like some people don't really consider some of them metal, but Corn is one of them. I've heard of Corn before. Um, uh, Gajora. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Fuck, I'm forgetting like all the names. I literally just have an album that I just put on. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Is no, I, I remember. Th- I remember you always being a quite a big Mac Miller fan. Uh, obviously, uh, Extentacion. Yeah, XXX. Yeah, I, I, he was he was very good. And it, again, RIP to to, to to X himself. He's yeah, RIP to X. RIP to Mac. RIP to Juice. RIP to DMX. Yeah, RIP to DMX. Man, like so many. And it's, it's, it's fucking crazy because I was, I was huge into X and like, I knew that he was going to come up with like really good shit. And like, he was just like a big influence of me just getting out of a bad place. And yeah, no, he was, uh, what, what made his music, he was one of those few because like, again, as far as the, the current rap game, uh, I, I semi touched on it a few, like the last episode and a few episodes before is unless you're a specific artist. There's not many artists as far as the rap game that really bring me in, right? Yeah. Of course, outside of like, you know, clearly some of the faves like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, et cetera. Yeah. Then Benny the Butcher, uh, Joey Badass. There's, there, there are some names that I yeah, do like few. to listen to, right? But, you know, I tend to go back to the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. But X was one that, again, I remember you suggested a few songs from him and you suggested an album. And he was one of those artists that did stick out. He was unique. Yeah, very unique. And again, very unfortunate that he, that he left us because of that. Because there was uh, just just a very talented artist, in my opinion. Yeah, he was just at the beginning, which is the crazy thing. Like he was just like he's learning and he's just figuring out the sound that he was gonna do. Like he was exploring so much different shit, and then it's just so unfortunate that, that happened because he was gonna be such a big artist and just such a big influencer and. Same with Juice World. I mean, he was. Uh, Eminem says he's like one of the best freestylers. I mean, I agree. It, it's funny you say that. I was just about to mention Juice World because I remember that album. Like, yeah. You you still listen to that album like now? Yeah, it's still like my on my Spotify will always be like my top five most played songs. Juice World's like Goodbye, Good Ride, and it's one of their songs will definitely be on there. It's just it's one of those albums where I, if I don't know what else to listen to. I'll just throw that on because it's just kind of, yeah. It's so relatable and it's just so easy. I, it's just so good. And he was actually. It's funny you talk about his freestyling. Is um, uh, one one of the things I like to go back and see is Hot Forty Nine and them throwing their bars, right? Yeah. Is he threw his bars in one of those? You had J Cole, the baby. Uh, but um, anyway, <laughs> um, and then you had. Juice World, and he was he he was one of the ones. That st- J Cole clearly he always sticks out when it comes to just spitting bars, yeah. but he he wasn't that far off, man. He was, and that tells you a lot, man. Yeah, he would, a lot of his songs were freestyled. 
like a lot of just his big hits he just got in the booth and just started rapping and it was like not written or anything and just freestyled it which is funny you say that is that it's crazy how this is why you know music is one of the other things that i love quite a bit i love movies clearly you guys i mean from listening to us uh you know we're into star wars marvel etc but in the music side what I always find fascinating is the artist and the way the mind works of an artist. Yeah. Is wh- like there's two artists that I'm just going to mention real quickly that they work in such different ways, right? So you got Eminem. You know what Eminem does every day? What? So I'll explain it. Is he'll write down a verse that he's thinking or, or bars that he's thinking every day. He writes different bars every single day and he keeps writing them down and he doesn't use 90% of those, but he does that to keep his mind sharp. Yeah. Right. So he does little things like that. Then you have a guy like Jay-Z who from what a lot of producers have said, what he does is he'll go into a studio. They're like, just, just put the bait on. He does his little, does his little thing. And he'll just nod his head like five or six times and then right there, bam, just comes out with the song from the top of his head and he'll remember it. Yeah. He won't forget it. That's wild. So there's artists like that. And then let's go even further back. Then there's guys like Biggie. And again, this is another comparison, Biggie and Tupac. Biggie, like whenever you listen to any of his songs from back in in the 90s, it just kind of felt like he just woke up and then he just decided to spit some bars. Yeah, he just, you know, rolled a blunt. And he's just in the studio. He's just freestyling and, like, flowing on flowing on right? beat. Exactly. Then you got Tupac, which, excellent rapper. Yeah. Can spit some bars. But he had to write everything down before he did it. Yeah. So that's what I mean about the minds of each artist, right? Is that you have guys like Tupac that have excellent rappers. Some say he's the best. Writes everything down. Yeah. Then you got guys like Biggie that just Biggie and Jay Z they just pop in and they they just spit bars. Yeah, that's why I have so much respect for rap. I mean, I know a lot of people hate on rap and say it's like such shit music, and it's it's not. It's crazy talented to be able to like like it's poetry. Like you're writing down like a whole entire story. Well, at least the old stuff. I know now there's a lot of bad rap out there, but it's crazy to be on beat so many words rhyming together making sense and like having a storyline go exactly it's like and you know the the positive thing about it is again sure for like a lot of observers listening to the current rap yeah it is sometimes a little harder right because you know at the end of the day a lot of my tracks i go back to immortal technique is a guy that comes to mind guy from new york excellent rapper um of course i mean yeah tupac and biggie big daddy kane big l um, actually, this is the complete contrary. Outcast, fuck, I fuck with Outcast. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. And but you know, on a on a more positive is there are still some very solid artists currently. Like one of the ones that comes, it, it's funny. I talked about him the last pod that I had on with uh, my boy Hot Takes Alvarez, and it's none other than Denzel Curry. He's a guy yeah. that I like quite a bit. Yeah. Denzel is really fucking good. He, uh, I started listening to him to like a couple of years ago and he actually, do you know what Denzel and X actually lived together for a while? 
makes a lot of sense because yeah. two very talented individuals. Yeah, they uh, they were like really good bros, and one of my buddies, one of my buddies uh, saw Denzel live. I unfortunately didn't see him, but he played like a lot of Exa songs. He's a great rapper, and like he kind of it sounds old school but it's very new school and that's exactly what it's funny because like the previous episode that i had is that's what attracted me so my boy hot takes alvarez essentially he told me he just put he just he just sent me some denzel curry yeah like songs and that's right away what i got is that he had the bars he spat really hard but then he had the jams of current times yeah. and it just works so well so in that sense, I think one of the reasons why, you know, you can't completely give up on rap is when you have guys like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not completely giving up. I mean, oh no, no, no. I know you're not. I'm just saying is in uh, general. Yeah, in general. Yeah, there's still some like really good rappers like Denzel, plays so much the old school stuff, and same with uh, like YBN Corday. Corday is very good. Yeah, or yeah, I guess he's not even YBN. He's just Corday now. Which uh, funny story is in. Six over here can confirm it. Is I uh, we had the he introduced me to Corday, and I told him, and he can confirm this right now, on this pod, is I told him that the name YBN would go away. Yeah. Did I not say that? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You're like he's gonna leave that group. Like he's gonna be way bigger than these guys, and that's exactly what happened. And 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 his name was just gonna be Corday. Because I said, I guarantee at one point in time, it's no long, he's not going to be a part of the YBN, whatever. It's just going to be Corday. Yeah. And that's what's happened. As far as him becoming enormous yet, wait to see, wait, wait and see, I would say. Yeah, I'd say he's still, he's pretty big. I mean, anybody at that level is considered big, in my opinion. Like, man, even just to fucking play at Breakout or something would be like a dream come true. Exactly, and like somebody that sort of dab- dabbled in music currently. So you you've been working on because I remember we spoke years ago about this. Is that music is sort of has always been your passion. You've always loved music. Now yeah. you're going back into the sort of heavy, heavy metal side of things. But I, I, way back in the day, you were into heavy metal. Then you got into rap for a long time. Now you're kind of back into heavy metal. Yeah. So uh, what are some artists that inspire you since you're making sort of going in that direction where you're making your own music? artists that inspire me i mean just back to mac miller he's just like a crazy inspiration like that's what he lived and breathed was music he'd wake up roll out of bed go into the studio and start making music i mean i wish i had the motivation to do that i think the thing that i lack is confidence in myself because i look up to these guys that are like you know so good but they had to start somewhere as well which, um, what I would say to that is just the simplest thing that you can do. Cause I have off air, I have heard him spit bars before and he can spit some bars is, is just, uh, like the simplest advice I can give you is just one day say good or bad. I'm going to release a song. I'm going to do what I do with it. Yeah. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, but you keep, you keep hustling after yeah, I think I'm getting too much stuck on making beats rather than just spitting bars. I think I just need to find beats and just try and spit. That's exactly what you got to do. What I would suggest is just, you know, like it's, yeah, just whatever beat it is, write something, think of something that's currently on your mind. Yeah. And just say, fuck it, let's go with it. And then release it. And then either feedback that you get... <coughs> 
be it good or bad, guess what? If it's good, okay, I got to keep going in this direction. If it's yeah. fucking trash, well, guess what? I got to work on all this shit. Yeah, that's just, true. Just extreme Joaquin giving some advice to triple six unknown here. Yeah, I mean, look at you. Like you, you always talked about getting this podcast started and we're sitting here now like on the podcast doing it, which is absolutely like that's crazy it's super like i that inspires me to push towards my dream i mean other things that i wanted to do is like i love woodworking and stuff and i want to i want to start a business he, there as well yeah he's good with his wood man <laughs> trained since birth <laughs> <laughs> exactly no but you know what is the reason that i it's funny you mentioned that and by the way thank you for getting on these extreme nuts i appreciate them my yeah. nuts appreciate them too <laughs> is is funny enough is that's exactly what i did if you go back and to all the listeners now i will say listen to my first episode that i released it's <laughs> it's not good man yeah but what the way i look at that first episode and, and i think it's actually critical to where i'm even at now even though i'm only eight episodes in is I go back to that episode and I tell myself I cannot get any worse than that. Yeah. And and that's and that's what I that's what I always go to. I'm like I can't get any worse than this episode. Yeah. So release your first song and if it's really good or if you you probably won't think it's good. Yeah. But I'll probably think it's good and then I'll listen to it a week later and be like wow, that's really bad. <laughs> exactly. Is it's just the hustle, man. You keep releasing it. Yeah is and that's the way i look at my first episode i'm like jesus christ and yeah. even this current episode i guarantee you i'm gonna write a ton of notes that'll say why did i say this why did i say that but it's just it's part of the process man yeah for sure i I definitely need to get back on it there's just so much stuff that's been like that i've been trying to do like i don't know just trying to be healthy working and then trying to think about other shit to start up businesses and was and I used to come home from work every single day, hop on, start making a beat like every single day. It's like I have hundreds of takes, so many unfinished beats. And it's like, I mean, there's still 20 of them. I can listen to my first one. It's exactly like what you're saying with your first episodes. You listen to it. It's like, holy shit, that's horrible. So exactly. I, can, I do that with my beats. And and and, and, and that's just what you got to go back and, and, and do, right? Because at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, this is something like, look, I'm eight episodes in and I can gladly say I like doing this. Yeah. Right. You clearly like making beats and I, and you love music. Yeah. So just look at it like that. It's something I like doing. Yeah. I want to make something new, too. I want to, like, make a different sound. Like, I, I, I don't want to make something that's the same as everybody else. And I think that's if I'm going to be coming out with stuff, it's like that's what is going to be expected of me as something different, something new, which is, which is fine. Yeah. But remember, release, release that first one. And to all the listeners right now quickly, but, um, I am going to put a, a timer on him and he's by next week. He will hopefully have one song out. Yeah. I'll come back to the podcast and throw a couple of bars when I'm confident. Exactly. And that, and that's one of the key things is we'll have them spit bars a few, maybe way down the line. But I'm hoping that by this week, he'll have his first song out. Yeah. And to all the listeners, check it out wherever you can check it out, which, by the way, in other words, Google Music. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, I guess. like, Et cetera. 
But uh, with all that being said, is is there anything else you'd like to say to everyone? Is there anything else that I want to say? I don't know, man. Expect expect a lot from me. Exactly. So ex- expect. Uh, so so with that being said, expect a lot from Triple Six Unknown. But with that being said, we're gonna say goodbye to Triple Six Unknown. Say so, say goodbye to everyone on. on Peace out, everybody. It was a good time on here. Thank you for having me. And we'll have many more of these. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm definitely down. Sweet. So um, just wanted to let all the listeners know right before you let us go is uh, make sure to listen to us on Spotify or anywhere you can really find your podcast. Give us a listen there. And also check us out on our Reddit page, Nasty Things. And with all that being said, stay nasty, everyone. Have, 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 have